This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey everyone, welcome to Red Men TV. Steve here. And yeah, I had Gold.com's Neil Jones in our studio today for Journal Insight. Now, you've all probably seen what happened at Jürgen's post-wars press conference where he had a little bit of a falling out with James Pierce of The Athletic. Now, I want to know what's really going on, what's happened. Neil was at that press conference. He was sitting pretty much right next to James. I think he was one seat in front of him. So, yeah, if you want to know exactly what happened at that press conference, check out this clip from Jano Insight. It's just the reaction of Jürgen in the press conference. Obviously, he had a little bit of a dig at James Pierce, which... He's done in the past, he had a little, he's, he's done occasionally, but he's not really been like that. He's usually quite civil. He's, he's openly admitted he doesn't really like press conferences. He literally said that in his interview recently with Mike Calvin. But it was quite strange because I think it might have been mistaken identity. I'm not quite sure, but mm. was, you, was, you, was you there? Yeah, what, yeah. What, was the, what was the whole situation like? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great, to be honest. Obviously, cards on the table, he's, he's a good friend of mine, James. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to see that. Especially, I mean, I... I st- stayed clear of it because I stayed clear of it just generally. But the rea- you know what the reaction is going to be like on social media, and you know there's going to be people reveling in it, you know that kind of thing. But so I was in the front row of the press conference, and James was was literally behind me. He was a seat behind, so I I didn't get to see the sort of the facial expressions. But I I, I know obviously traveling back, you know, came as a huge surprise. Definitely came as a surprise to me. Can only imagine what it came as to James. I think it was. I think it was unnecessary from Jürgen, full stop. Uh, I think it was even more unnecessary the fact that you know it wasn't necessarily <laughs> his fault, James's fault. You know, it, it was more a build-up potentially of a few things. And I think you know, he's, listen, Jürgen's entitled to defend his staff and defend you know certain aspects of the club that he feels have been attacked unfairly and and and, and criticised and you know I've, I've light shone on them. But I don't. It didn't. It didn't strike the right tone with me to be honest it didn't feel like it was the right person or the right time or the right way to do it um we've seen a few of them haven't we i think it's carl markham had one recently didn't he with you know he said something like you know you you, you go to every press conference and you ask the same question and i think there was one, one with someone from the bbc about wearing a face mask and just a few little bits and listen it's it's happened you know i can remember him I remember him at this season, sort of mid question when I was asking him something about the World Cup, saying he hates the, I hate this question, you know, straight away. And, you know, they don't have a problem with that. I think this was maybe just a little bit further in terms of it invited a, a pile on that doesn't need to. And, you know, it's it's not me. It's not it's not something that affects me. But I, 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 I know I know how sort of these things can, can go. So 
I suppose it says a bit about the, the performance of Liverpool, doesn't it, that it became sort of such a big talk. I actually, point, I, really. I actually think it was a relevant, it was a really good question. He was right there. Yeah, well, he answered it, didn't he? I mean, someone else asked the question straight away and he answered it. And yeah, of course. And listen, it, it, it's not for James me. James have asked anything and he wouldn't have answered it. I think, I, it, well, I got that impression, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think he was reacting to the question. Yeah. You know, I think he was reacting to the, the questioner and I think he was wrong to react to the questioner the way he did. So, you know, that's not, it's not for me to sort of, discuss the ins and outs of why Jürgen did it and why blah 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 I, I know I know roughly why it happened but it's it's just I never think it's a good look for managers to, to do that kind of thing and I, you know that's not to say that the media should have carte blanche to do whatever they want and, and, and you know sort of no consequence but I don't think in this instance it was justified personally and yeah it was um it was it was an awkward an awkward sort of couple of minutes definitely in the uh, the Molyneux press room but Hopefully, all forgotten. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'd, I'd hope and I'd, I'd, I'd imagine that you know it won't be something that lingers. You know, I don't think I don't. Life is full of awesome what ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I don't think that Jürgen will be that petty, if you like, to sort of hold a grudge in that way. I'd hope not, anyway. And listen, we've seen all loads of managers have done this. You know, we've Alex Ferguson famously would ban people from it. Yeah. Well. Like, yeah, it, yeah. It, it isn't there, but again, it, again, this is my point. I, I don't know. I know. I obviously know James quite well. We've met Jürgen before. Um, but it, it does feel a bit to me like this could have been something that was just settled away from there. Like, if you really want, if you really had yeah. a problem, it wouldn't be that hard to find James Pierce's phone number or just ask, call him at every single Liverpool event ever. I mean, <laughs> if, you know, if, you, if he was really that, it just felt like, Again, maybe it was the emotions because we've just been battered. Yeah. His, team are, his team are in a horrendous place right now. And then the first person he sees is someone who maybe he's got a little bit of a cob on her. And that's why it can escalate into these type, types of yeah, situations. Yeah, possi- possibly that. I mean, listen, we, we, we always forget that, don't we? You know, and, and, you know, listen, you have to remember that a lot a lot of journalists sort of have are supporters in a way as well. And so that, that they maybe would... You know, in the in the immediate aftermath of a, a great win or a bad defeat, would maybe ask something that's a little bit more heightened. You know, in in that sense, I know I know I've 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 done it in the past where you know maybe not necessarily with Klopp, but I remember in the Brendan Rodgers era, sort of a few you know front row 
sort of asking a question almost like what's, what's happening you know like sort of almost like that and you have to remember that if you're like that you know and 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 the people who are watching it like that imagine what they're like you know they just spend 90 minutes plus on the touchline sort of tearing their hair out or, or you know on the other side enjoying every every minute of it so of course there's going to be emotions it was very quick as well you know i, I should point that out as well you know it felt i, I wouldn't I wouldn't know for definite, but it felt like it was sooner that press conference after the final whistle unusual, potentially usually be waiting like maybe half an hour. Felt like it was more 15, 20 minutes that one. So potentially as well, you know, there's been, it, it was even more raw in, in, in his mind. And also the other thing that you have to remember is the amount of interviews these managers do after the end of a game with BBC, Sky, you know, foreign TV rights holders and club TV, you know, the, radio there's so many of them and, and of course when you're in a situation at Liverpool you're being asked the same thing it's not you're not being asked to sort of wax lyrical about Andy Robertson or Virgil van Dijk or whoever you're being asked what's going on why, why is this happening you know what are the answers and you know I, I can understand why managers get a bit tetchy you know Jürgen's done it many times in the past I can remember him tearing a strip off a Sky reporter for asking about Dominic Calvert-Lewin's penalty, I think it was one. I remember him sort of saying, I'm not speaking to him anymore. You, you obviously know nothing about football. So he's not averse to this kind of thing. But yeah, like I say, I think on this instant, I just think he I think he picked a little bit of an unfair fight, if you want to call it that. Um, but all forgotten, you know, if it's, if that's the um, if that's the biggest news around the club this week, then... <laughs> At least there's been no more injuries. Yeah, because if, if if you if you wanted to, does the put more it? You could like, and I, I think Chris said this to me. Like, there's a on one of our interviews. Like, there's a, there's a method here where you know, it isn't it isn't the worst diversion tactic in the world. Mm. To, to, you know, I mean, like if your team had been hammered three 0 like you know, like Jose Mourinho they, we, would be famous for this. He, he just picks one out and they, oh, no one's talking about the, the fact yeah. that your team got battered. I, I mean, that press conference was after one of Liverpool's worst defeats in well since about two weeks ago. But in general, like forever. It, it, that that's another thing where again everyone has come out of it talking, and that's why I found most annoying about it. To be honest with you, I found like it was a good question and bad, but by the time he answered it, by the other the next person who asked it, no one was really listening, no one really cared yeah. because of what had just happened, and that's what frustrated me as a fan is that I don't think we were getting the the best answer from Jurgen Klopp because you could clearly tell he was he was still wound up. A bit. Yeah, if you think back to sort of maybe Rafa Benitez being one as well, you know, obviously the famous press conference that he gave with his piece of paper and his facts and. Whatever point he was making, and I'm pretty sure if you read back through the transcript of what he said, there, there would be a, a more than passable point that he was making in terms of scheduling and referees and whatever else. But it was lost among the the narrative of the you know rappers cracking up, you know that kind of that, that became the, the the soundtrack to that season, didn't it? Even though you know subsequently, actually, if you look at if you look at how Liverpool performed, it had no impact on on Liverpool's season. You know they they. They they did pretty well after Rafa made that thing, but it became the narrative, didn't it? And you know, if you want to, if you want to present a, an image that listen, we're not playing well, we're, we're we're having bad results, but everything's calm and we're gonna get we're working and we're gonna get back to the sort of a certain level. Doing things like that in the press conference probably doesn't help that, does it? You know, it doesn't. No. You're on hiding to nothing almost in terms of no matter what happens next. Listen, there's no way a press conference impacts what Liverpool do in their next game, but. It definitely will be used if Liverpool don't deliver in the next game. It'll be used as a sort of another bit of evidence for the prosecution a little bit that oh you know the the, the mood was bad or the you know that the there was too too much emotion around or whatever you know too much sensitivity or paranoia whatever. Um, 
and you and, you know you look back down the years really with Liverpool managers. You know, I remember Gerard Houllier. You know, I, I was wasn't a journalist at the time, but I do remember a lot of press conferences or, or media interviews where he'd talk about people being against the club. You know, ex he was obsessed with ex players, wasn't he? I think at one point, sort of sticking the boot in. You know, you think back to. Um, Rafa obviously was one that, that, that often seemed to be at war with. Kenny wasn't with, exactly fans. Kenny of wasn't, you know, even towards the back end. I remember Brendan, you know, people might not know this, but Brendan really banned a lot of the, the local reporters on the, the, his last pre-season. You know, I think he, he fell out with them after the, the Stoke game, the six-one game. So he he lost that relationship as well, and that it it almost affects managers. Maybe when they've been at the club for a few years as well as as Jurgen has, there's always this kind of, you know. At some point, does does the the lines are drawn, and when everything's going well, it's it's fine. But when the results aren't, then these things are almost inevitable. But I hope I hope it doesn't um, it doesn't spread and become a sort of a, a bit of a, a war between the local media or the media and, and, and the club because it doesn't need to. Um, and the, the way to change it really is just to win a few games, and yeah, Monday night would be a decent place to start. Absolutely, I always find it that they're interested that like. There's always this narrative, and, and I think I actually think Jürgen's good at this, and this is kind of contradicts me a little bit. I think it might might have been an issue besides that. We don't listen to outside noise. It doesn't matter. Yeah, when it, I tell yeah. the players to ignore it and all that. But in fairness, everyone and everyone sees everything. Yeah. Like there's no way anything like you write or James writes or Melissa or, or, or any anyone on the beat writes, whether it's national or local, it all gets read. But I find that it's it's hard for you to then you can't go back now and say. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't pay attention. Don't, yeah, because you, you've, you, the cat's off the backline. You do because you've just had a bit of a go at someone for something that was written. Yeah, whenever. It, well, he it, does it. He's done it a lot. I mean, the Daily Mail seems to be one. Talks but in the Daily Mail seems to be his things. And Gabby Agbonlahor's had it. I've heard Martin Samuel named. In, you know, in in press conferences, um, there was one obviously last season. I think with with regards to after the Manchester United game where they he brought it up, uh, a piece that was written in the Daily Mail. Um, so we, I don't think anyone believes him when he says, "Oh, we don't, you know, I don't read for one second what you write." You know, he says that, and listen, we're not. That's not us or myself or anyone sort of saying, "Well, we're too important." You know, of course you read what we write. It's 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 natural. It's it's part of his job, really, to almost to know what's being, what's getting out of the club, what's being said about the club, what the sort of the the, the mood is a little bit. It's not it's not a massive part, but it is it, it's definitely part of it. He will be. Part of his press officer and his media team's job to, to let them know that look, you know the chances are in this press conference there's going to be a question asked about this, which has appeared in this newspaper, and you know that 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 is that's part of the briefing yeah. element to it. So um, yeah, he does. I mean, I, I I don't think I'm telling a. I think it, I think this is this is available. So I'm not I'm not giving away a trade secret. But I remember when I was at the Echo, and James again. Um, getting a, a little bit of a, a dig about a, a headline that was on the front of the Echo, and it was something about it was when they got beat by Leicester in the in the um, League Cup, 2017. It would have been, and I think Jurgen had said afterwards something like, um, "I'm I'm sick, I'm sick of the same issues." And I think it was maybe around the idea of you know dominating the game, creating chances, but not not taking them. Yeah. And uh, I think I think James's headline or the, the quote that they pulled out was something like. Join the club, yeah, and you know, we're all sick of it. You know that that's a, and, and he, he sort of said, "Ah, oh, I gave you a gave you a lovely uh, open goal there, you know." To, to, oh, thank you, brilliant. Yeah, you know, you took your chance at the back post or something like that. But then you almost re remembered, sort of, I'm not supposed to read these kind of things. He said, "I only saw it because I was in the petrol station and it was on the uh, <laughs> it, was, it was on the, the thing." And you you think, okay, yeah, that's it's absolutely the fine. Every day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
Thanks very much for joining us on that one, guys. Yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Hope it cleared a few things up as well. If you want to check out the entire episode of JNO Insight, we talk about all the lads who were injured coming back. We talk about Man City, the new Super League proposals, Julian Ward being linked to Ajax and loads, loads more. You can go check it out over on redmenplus.com and I'll do a little deal for you. If you go over to redmenplus.com, sign up as a monthly club captain and if you use the promo code CLOP, K-L-O-P-P, you can have our club captain subscription 99 pence a month for the first three months. So yeah, what's that? Two pounds or two net two ninety, just a little bit under that, whatever it is. Go and get yourselves involved. Less than three quid for three months, basically. So yeah, redmenplus.com. Sign up as a club captain on a monthly subscription. Use the code CLOP and you can get it for 99p a month for the first three months. See you all there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.